It is sundown. My friend dims her computer screen and lights her candles. In these darkest days, when night arrives at 4.30, she is still at work, like many of us. But her office is in one of the front rooms of her home, with big windows, and this keeps her connected to the natural world. She notices the weather, notices the waning light each fall, the darkness that grows as winter settles in. These changes invite her to slow down. She matches her rhythms to those outside. As dusk approaches, instead of switching on the strong fluorescent light overhead, she strikes a match, pauses, and brings it to the wick of each taper candle scattered around her desk. She continues her work with the gentle darkness gathering around her like a blanket. My friend has learned to live with the darkness as a companion, letting it guide the rhythm of her daily life. Me? I struggle against the dark nights. I love summer, especially early summer when the light is longest and the sun is warm, but not too hot yet. Winter, winter feels cold and I resist it. Sometimes I resist slowing down too. When I'm in go, go, go mode, I struggle to stop and rest. I'm not so good at sinking into the darkness. I wonder which habit is more familiar for you. Either way, the pressures of the season can make it hard to welcome the darkness. There's pressure to make everything just right for the holidays, the expectations from others or ourselves that we can prepare the perfect celebration. It may be crunch time at work as the year wraps up. There are lots of extra activities for our families and friends, parties and social engagements galore. And then the cooking, the cleaning, the gift buying, the list goes on. It can feel like we're always running around. Winter, especially the solstice, invites us to slow down, to stop running around so much. Take some time for rest and reflection. If we are avoiding that invitation, we might want to take a look at why. Maybe we're afraid of what we'll feel if we slow down. Perhaps life hasn't turned out the way you'd hoped. Things aren't going well at work, or your marriage is rocky, or you're struggling in ways that you can't talk about. Sometimes the shame and disappointment can make you feel like a failure. Perhaps you are missing a loved one who's no longer at the table, or you've lost multiple family members and friends. 
Sometimes the sadness of losing them is heightened by the memories of how things used to be. Perhaps you are alone right now. Your family lives far away, or your relationships are strained, or they are gone. Sometimes the emptiness feels vast and never-ending. Pain and loss can make it tempting to run away from the dark of winter. But if we make space for our losses, their clutch on us can actually soften. And that makes it more possible to enjoy and truly enjoy the richness that this season offers. In my family, each person is given a Christmas tree ornament each year that represents the year they have just lived. After my partner died, my ornament was a glass heart encircled by a ring of small red beads. The heart for my brokenheartedness, for my beloved who was gone, and the circle of beads for the friends and community that was holding me in love. I cried when I opened the box that held my ornament. But having time to honor my sadness allowed it to wash through me. It didn't go away, but it got a little lighter. It got a little quieter, and I felt a little lighter. Bruce Conley shares this list of ideas for making space for ourselves this winter. He calls it the Grievers Holiday Bill of Rights. But I think that they are good ideas for all of us, even the most cheerful. Here are some of his suggestions. You have a right to say time out. Anytime you need to, take a time out to let up, to blow off a little steam, step away from the holidays, have a quiet moment, and start over. You have a right to tell it like it is, and a right to some bah humbug days. When people ask, how are you? You have the right to tell them how you really feel, not just what you think they want to hear. You have the right to do things differently. There's no law that says you must always do the holidays the same way. You can do 10 cards instead of hundreds, or no cards at all. You can open presents at someone else's house. You can eat pizza instead of turkey. You have the right to have some fun. When a day isn't so bad and you feel like doing something fun, then do it. Don't be afraid of what someone else will say if they see you laughing and having a good time. Laughter is just as important as tears. You have the right to change direction midstream. Holiday grief is unpredictable. You may be all ready to go somewhere and do something and suddenly feel overwhelmed. When that happens, it's okay to change your mind. There's plenty of time in life to be predictable. Exercise your right to change when you need to. You have the right to rest 
and peace and solitude. You don't need to be busy all the time. Take a nap whenever you need one. Take time to pray and to meditate, to recharge your spirit. It may do you much more good than eating another huge meal. If these feel good to you, you can Google Bruce Conley's whole Griever's Bill of Rights. It's worth checking out. But all of us can take winter's long nights as an invitation to rest. I come back to the image of my friend, cozy in the candlelight, winding down her workday at home in the darkness. I joined her one day. It felt good to sit and work with her. The darkness falling sweetly and the candlelight glowing gently. I felt my breath deepen and my shoulders drop. I remembered the good things about the dark. Rest, renewal, starlight, seeds growing underground. Solstice, this longest night in the Northern Hemisphere, invites us to rest, and we can choose to say yes. Even right now, even right here, you can choose to say yes and to rest. Let's practice that for a moment together. Let your body sink a little more into your seat. Sit however is comfortable. Let your body sink a little more into the seat. Feel your feet and legs rest a little heavier. Feel your shoulders relax a little. Maybe lower your gaze or close your eyes if you'd like to. Let yourself sink in and let yourself rest. As you sink in, as you rest, hear these words by Stephanie Noble. Do not be afraid of the darkness. Dark is the rich, fertile earth that cradles the seed, nourishing growth. Dark is the soft night that cradles us to rest. Only in darkness can stars shine across the vast emptiness of space. Only in darkness is the moon's dance so clear.
There is mystery woven in the dark, quiet hours. There is magic in the darkness. Do not be afraid. We are born of this magic. It fills our dreams that root, unravel, and reweave themselves in the shelter of the deep, dark night. The dark has its own hue, its own resonance, its own breath. The dark fills our soul, not with despair, but with promise. Dark is the gestation of our deep and knowing self. (laughs) Dark is the cave where we rest and renew our soul. We are born of the darkness. And each night, we return to the deep womb of our beginnings. Let your body sink in even more and loosen even more. Let yourself rest. Imagine that your body and mind are filled with soft darkness and a gentle silence. This darkness is expansive, spacious, Gentle, let yourself ease into the stillness. Let yourself rest. Check in with your heart. How is it with your heart? Let yourself soften into the fullness of your heart and acknowledge how you feel. Know that there is no right or wrong feeling. You can be a companion to yourself in this moment. Let yourself rest in the fullness of your heart. Let yourself rest. Imagine again that your body and mind are filled with soft darkness and gentle silence. Imagine yourself wrapped in the stillness like a blanket, held tenderly. Let yourself rest.
What would help you carry this sense of rest into the coming week? Let a word or a phrase come to mind that will help you remember to rest. Repeat that word or that phrase to yourself a few times, letting it fill your body and mind. If you'd like, place your hands over your heart as a way to seal there this sense of rest and this reminder to rest. Hold on to your word, your phrase. Hold on to your sense of rest. knowing that your word, your phrase, is safe in the warmth of your heart, begin to come back to more alertness. You may want to take a deeper breath or wiggle your toes a little. You may do the gentlest of stretches, perhaps. And come on back to this time and this place. Keep your word or phrase with you this week. Hold it in your heart as a reminder that you can come back to rest at any time, even if only for a moment. On this shortest day and longest night, May you feel the darkness around you as a comfort. May the dark help you to slow down and to rest. May you feel connected to the rhythms of the natural world. May you honor the darkness and the stillness that is around you and within you. And may the word that is sealed on your heart stay with you as the light returns. Amen, and blessed be.